0: Welcome to Tafalado, the Brazilian Portuguese pronunciation for speakers of Spanish. This podcast is part of BrazilPod and comes to you from the College of Liberal Arts here at the University of Texas in Austin. Okay, lesson number seven. This is Orlando and I'm here with Michele and Valdo and José Luis again. This is our, our team.
1: Hi. <laughs> Hello.
2: Hi,
0: Orlando. Now, uh, Jose Luis, if I were to say, what is the most surprising feature of Portuguese? What would you say?
2: The nasal sounds are really incredible. Oh, it's really true. And today we get to talk about
0: nasal sounds. And it couldn't have been a more perfect
2: day for it because, Valdo, you have a
0: cold today, is that right?
3: Yeah, I I think my allergies (laughs) is kind of, you know. So, allergies in Austin, (laughs)
0: Texas. We've never heard of that before. Yeah, and it's
3: been cold lately, so. So it'd be a perfect day to talk about nasalization.
0: Well, as always, we will have a dialogue to focus on different sounds between Spanish and Portuguese and as we listen to the sounds today we're going to focus on nasal vowels. We'll read the dialogue two times, second time I'll give an English rendition of it so we can get a sense of what we're saying then we'll come back and have Jose Luis give us a Spanish repetition so we can compare the sounds. Also today as we talk about it our topic is Invitations to parties. That's right. We're going to talk about invitations to parties and what it's like for Valdo and Michele to be invited to parties here in the United States and José Luis as well, of course. Oh, I want to go too. Okay. <laughs> well, let's start with the dialogue then. Uh, Michele, I think you start today, don't you?
1: Yeah. Olha aqui o convite de casamento que a minha irmã me enviou hoje de manhã.
3: Mas ela não é muito tua fã, né? Mandou o convite com horário para começar e terminar? Sem noção.
1: Sim, quando eu vim para cá, também estranhei.
3: Bom, no Brasil, isso não funcionaria de jeito nenhum.
1: Concordo contigo.
3: Tudo bem ter um horário para começar a festa, mas para terminar, nunca. Ok, great repetition.
0: We should probably say that one line where we're going to talk about, she's not much of a fan of yours, that's rather sarcastic. So when the listeners listen to that line, it should be thought of sarcastically. Let's read the, let's read the dialogue again and I'll give an English rendition of those lines.
1: Olha aqui o convite de casamento que a minha irmã me enviou hoje de manhã.
0: Look at this wedding invitation that my sister sent to me this morning.
3: Mas ela não é muito tua fã, né? Yours, right? Mandou o convite com horário para começar e terminar? Sem noção.
0: She sent the invitation with a beginning and an ending time? That's hard to believe.
1: Sim, quando eu vim para cá, também estranhei.
3: Yeah, when I first came here, I thought it was weird too. Bom, no Brasil isso não funcionaria de jeito nenhum. Well in Brazil, this would never work.
1: Concordo contigo.
3: I agree with you. Tudo bem ter um horário para começar a festa, mas para terminar,
0: nunca. No problem with the starting time for a party, but never for an ending time. Okay, that is actually a nice cultural note. And we'll talk about that in, in a minute here. The focus here is on the nasal sounds. And before we go to Jose Luis and hear those the translation of those, we want our listeners to focus on that idea that in Portuguese we have a lot of nasal sounds. Sing, sing, song, atum, um, on, eng. And those are the sounds we want to hear. So Jose Luis, let's have you uh, give us a translation of these lines again, Michela. You begin.
1: Olha aqui o convite de casamento que a minha irmã me enviou hoje de manhã.
2: Mira aquí la invitación de la boda que mi hermana me envió hoy por la mañana.
1: Olha aqui o convite de casamento que a minha irmã me enviou hoje de manhã.
2: Mira aquí la invitación de la boda que mi hermana me envió hoy por la mañana. Mas ela não é muito tua fã, né? não é no fanática tu e a verdade mas ela não é muito tua fã é pero ella não é fanática tuya, ¿verdad? mandou o convite com horário
3: para começar e terminar sem noção
2: mandou a invitação com horário para começar e terminar difícil de creer. mandou o convite com horário para começar e terminar sem noção mandou a invitação com horário para começar e terminar difícil de creer.
1: Sim, quando eu vim para cá também estranhei. Sim,
2: sí, quando vim aqui também pensei que era raro.
1: Sim, quando eu vim para cá também estranhei. Sim,
2: sí, quando vim aqui também pensei que era raro.
3: Bom, no Brasil isso não funcionaria de jeito nenhum.
2: Bueno, en Brasil eso no funcionaría de ninguna manera.
3: Bom, no Brasil isso não funcionaria de jeito nenhum.
2: Bueno en Brasil eso no funcionaría de ninguna manera.
1: concordo contigo
2: de acuerdo contigo,
1: concordo contigo
2: de acuerdo contigo. Tudo bien ter un horario para comenzar a festa, mas para terminar nunca todo bien en tener un horario para comenzar la fiesta, pero para terminar nunca Tudo bem ter un horario para comenzar a festa, mas para terminar nunca. Todo bien en tener un horario para comenzar la fiesta, pero para terminar, nunca. Okay, hopefully the listeners get a chance to
0: hear a lot of those nasal sounds and compare them that way. We have four basic situations where those nasal vowels are going to be present in Portuguese. The first one is just simply an oral vowel that's going to have a little squiggly line on top, a tilde. And it's going to take the pronunciation of uh, uh. And so, for example, the word... Uh, Vein in Portuguese is? V. And the word for sister? Irmã. Vein? V. Sister? Irmã. V. Irmã. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that one you're just never going to find in, in Spanish. I mean, for example, the word sister in Spanish is?
2: Hermana.
0: Hermana. And it sounds very oral na- or oral vowel. Hermana. As opposed to mm-hmm. irmã. Right? The second situation is if in the same syllable you have a vowel with an N or an M, like in the word uh, marriage, for example, that vowel is going to sound very nasalized. For the word marriage is?
1: Casamento.
0: Casamento. You see where your Spanish brain, Jose Luis, wants to maybe say casamento. Casamento. But, or casamento in Spanish, but you wouldn't want to make it mento. mento. Say that again.
1: Casamento. Casamento.
3: Casamento. Casamento. There you go. So it's much more nasal than that.
0: Another good example, the third case, is sometimes, even if it's not in the same syllable, an M or an N will still make that vowel sound more nasal-like. And for me, the greatest example is the word for bed in Portuguese. Because when I hear it in Spanish, I don't hear any of that nasalization. When I hear it in Portuguese, it just is really, really strong. And so, for, and as a matter of fact, José Luis, let's ask you to say the word bed in Spanish a couple of times. Cama, cama. Now listen to it in Portuguese.
1: Cuma, cama. Cuma, cama.
0: Cuma, cama, cama. Cama,
1: cama. Cama, cama.
0: I think it's a great difference.
2: Cama instead of cama. I
0: hear it also in the word understanding with the verb entender. How would you say understanding in Spanish?
2: Entendiendo.
0: See, it's very ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, entendiendo, and in Portuguese? Entendendo.
1: Entendendo. Entendendo.
0: Boy, if that example doesn't do it, I don't know which one does because it really <laughs> is clear, isn't it? There? There's a difference between those two. So that's the third situation. The fourth one is a little stranger. Uh, there's one example in Portuguese of where the M comes before the vowels and the vowels still sound rather nasal and that is with the word a lot or many. And that word is...
1: Muito.
0: Muito. Where there's a case where the M comes before, but it still sounds very nasalized. Another thing that we need to be aware of if we're a Portuguese or a native English or Spanish speaker is a word that has an M at the end of it. That M is not really there to be an M. That M is kind of like a secret code for make that vowel nasal. And so the word yes in Portuguese is spelled S-I-M, but the pronunciation is? Sim. There's no There's no M at the end of it, right? And so, José Luis, I'm sure that you would want to say what? Yeah, Orlando, but I thought that they were nasal. Well, there's a nasal element on the yeah, vowel. They're nasal, but they not there is bilabial.
3: You don't have to close oh, your lips. Right. Oh, so There's no, there's to, no consonant. Yeah. Close your so mouth. So the
0: word right now, so. sound yeah. is... Son. The word for without is... "sin." And the word yes...
1: Sen. So it's
0: sing, this is insane You have to close your lips yeah. to pronounce And so all of us that are North Americans, we want to go sim, som, and we got to learn to not close our lips. All right. This is great. Well, let's move on to the cultural side of this. There's a reason why you wanted to talk about being invited to parties. And so, Michele and Valdo, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, because in Brazil, uh, there's a general time to start a social event, which is kind pretty... Of- Pretty flexible, okay, <laughs> but they never have a specific ending time.
3: Yeah, imagine you now being being at a party and all of a sudden someone comes up and says, "Time to stop." Time to you end. Know? Yeah, this would never happen in Brazil because we have time to start the party, but never time to finish. So you already
0: it's weird to say when it starts because that's not really when it's going to start, but to say when it yeah. ends. Yeah, no. Yeah. Never. You stay never, as long never. as you
3: can, as long as you're having fun, you know.
0: Yeah, it really would be weird to say, sorry folks, it's 10
3: o'clock, time to stop. <laughs> you didn't do home. that in Brazil, people <laughs> would punch you.
0: <laughs> you know, I had a situation once where I was invited to a birthday party for the children of some friends of mine, Brazilians, and you know, I thought, okay, I know what's going on here that says the party's at noon. I will come at one o'clock, a little after, because I didn't want to be, be the first one there and have them all make fun of me. Guess what happens? I'm still, I'm still the first person. It was after one o'clock, and they all made fun of me. Oh, don't you know we don't start things on time? And I said, I tried. I tried. I came at one o'clock, and it was yeah. scheduled at noon. I, I just don't know how late you have to be to actually it be on time. always happens. Like two hours late. It's amazing.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I had a I had a, an experience this last Saturday. hmm Over here. I went to this party. Here was, in Texas. Yeah, here in Texas, exactly. So it was uh the party was supposed to start at two o'clock and finish at six. Six o'clock, sharp, it finished. Yeah, Close was everything like, up. No. That? <laughs> that is is <pretty laughs> sweet. Thank you. Nice to have you guys, but Time is up. a well, great example.
0: Let's go back <laughs> yeah. and hear our dialogue one final time. Again, we're focusing on the sounds of sing, sing, song, atum, all those nasal type
3: sounds. Hi, Michele.
1: Olha aqui o convite de casamento que a minha irmã me enviou hoje de manhã.
3: Mas ela não é muito tua fã, né? Mandou o convite com horário para começar e terminar? Sem noção.
1: Sim, quando eu vim pra cá também estranhei.
3: Bom, no Brasil isso não funcionaria de jeito nenhum.
1: Concordo contigo.
3: Tudo bem ter um horário para começar a festa, mas para terminar nunca. All
0: right, and so that is lesson number 7 on nasal vowels. We'd like to remind everybody who's listening that uh, go to Brazil Pod, take a peek at the web page that goes with this. We do have PDF files. You can read these dialogues, compare the Spanish and the English and the Portuguese. Also, there's the discussion blog, so if you have specific questions about nasal vowels, you can ask us, and we'd be happy to answer it and talk to you about it as well. So check us out and come back again for the next lesson. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you later.